This is the Engage Pursuit Podcast. I'm Tom Perry, your host and founder of Engage Pursuit. And in today's podcast, we're going to be continuing our discussion all around really important groups of people who make a big impact in your professional experience. Uh, last couple of weeks, I've talked about all about that important manager relationship. Of course, that boss who you're working with each and every day, that person can make a huge impact in your career. Last week, I talked all about those peers, the coworkers who also have a really big role to play in your professional experience. And today, I'm going to be talking about those stakeholders who also, I have found, play a really significant part in your professional experience, especially when it comes to your performance reviews. I remember when I was working on finalizing all of my team performance reviews, if there was a couple of folks who were basically a tie and they were both performing really well, they both hit their metrics out of the ballpark, the feedback from stakeholders really a lot of times put one person over the other, uh, was able to give that one person a little bit more merit or a little bit more bonus because of feedback um, from specific stakeholders across the organization. So these individuals can make a big difference into your experience and a lot of times your bottom line as well. So I'm going to be talking all about my uh, best practices, my tips and tricks for making sure that these important individuals um, are part of your professional experience and you're feeling good about working with them each and every day. Uh, enjoy the pod. We'll see you on the other side. Before I start giving you all my top tips and tricks to work most effectively with stakeholders across an organization, I think it's important to start with some definitions first. Exactly what is a stakeholder? In my experience, stakeholders are those individuals who are, first of all, not on your team. Second, they are part of a group who you are working with, maybe on a project or another initiative. Or three, they are important people who you do need to know because they have certain seniority or they might be part of your performance review or they are just good people to know within the organization because of their reputation. Those are who I mean by stakeholders. So for most individuals who are in tech organizations, these are going to be folks who are within your region or your area. And they are probably also going to be across the United States and across the globe as well. So this is a pretty broad group traditionally. Um, and it is going to require some thought, I think, uh, on how to approach these really important group of people. So um, let's uh, let's start off with some of my pieces of advice and words of wisdom for how to best to work with these stakeholders. Uh, the first piece of advice I would give is to really get a good understanding of who's who, especially if you are new in an organization. A lot of times you don't really know where to start. You know your immediate manager you know, your team members, of course, your peers, but who are those important stakeholders? Who are those folks who you might be working with on a project or initiative? Or who who are the people who are uh, in leadership roles who might be part of your performance review? I think a great place to start uh, is with the org chart. So a lot of times organizations will have these digitally where you can go into certain intranet sites and take a look at who is who uh, within a certain organization. I started there when I first started within my organization. It was just such a great resource to say, oh, here's my boss who reports in the, into this individual who then reports into this individual. That person or those persons are people who I should get to know because I know they're going to be part of my performance review. 
or if you know somebody who you're working with on a project who you are really liking and you're having a good experience with, you probably want to know who that person's boss is and maybe what that organization is all about. So really getting a sense of who these individuals are, how they report within the organization is really uh, great to know and a, and a really great resource um, for you to discover. So look to your HR sites, maybe ask others, where can I go to find some org charts to get a sense of who is who? The second piece of advice I would give is to then, once you have a sense of who those folks are, prioritize their importance. So who do you know you have to impress? Who is your boss's boss, for example, or your boss's boss's boss, uh, for example, who you know you need to get on their radar? Um, who are the people that you uh, know are going to play an, play an important part in your future. So again, that could be people who you're working with on a project or an initiative. These could be people who have really awesome reputations, who everybody wants to be a mentee of. Um, these could be other people who you know from previous experiences, who you want to reconnect with. Um, just get a sense of who these individuals are and how important they are to your experience. And know that that is probably going to change over time. So I would... Maybe I'll evaluate this every six months or so. Uh, that's what I used to do. Uh, again, as projects change, initiatives change, as your as your career changes, uh, you might want to take a look at this uh, again. As org changes occur or reorgs occur, another great trigger to take a look at that prioritized list. Now, once you have that list, once you know who's who and you've prioritized that list, then I do think it's important to be proactive and get out there and talk to those individuals. Now, this might feel, again, a little bit weird um, to do, especially for the introverts who are out there, myself included. But I do think it's important to get out there and talk to these folks. So this could be as casual as seeing someone in the hallway if you're back into the office. Um, or if not, if you're virtual still, um, or you're nervous about just bumping into somebody in the hallway, then you can be a little bit more formal with your approach and say, hey, I'd love to get, you know, 15, 20 minutes on your calendar to talk and to introduce myself if you're new to an organization, or you could say that you're working on a particular project or you're part of so-and-so's team and you'd want to get to know them a little bit more. Um, have that introduction be something that's more casual and human, but also have an agenda in regards to that um, potential conversation because you don't want them to just, uh, you know, put your email into a different folder or not respond altogether. So um, do reach out, get on calendars, have that be part of your responsibility and uh, make sure that you are owning that. Now, once you do get those meetings on the calendar, um, that doesn't stop there. I do think the next piece of advice that I would give for you is, is to make sure that you are owning that agenda. So as you're talking to those people, uh, and if this does continue over time, you do want to make sure consistently that you are owning the talking points, you are owning the message, you are driving the conversation as much as possible. Um, this will probably ease up a little bit if you're talking over time. It's not just you doing all of this work, um, hopefully. Uh, but I do think for the first several interactions, especially those the first one or two when you're making your introduction, you're meeting this person, um, you do want to make sure that that uh, agenda is set and that they don't, again, have to do any work. You want them just to be able to say, yes, meet with you, talk with you, get to know you. Um, you're driving the conversation. You're driving the agenda. That's that's um, all they need to do. Now, um, also uh, getting on your radar, my fifth piece of advice is to start to prepare for big events. 
So a couple of things that I used to have as far as my big event radar was one, big business reviews. So if I did have a big presentation or something was coming up and those folks who I deemed important stakeholders were part of that discussion, I would want to make sure that those folks were well prepared and understood exactly what was going to be happening and maybe some preview into talking points. So big corporate events like that, it would be one example. Another example could be your performance review. So if they're going to be part of your feedback review, for example, you definitely want to prepare them for that, give them talking points, get insight into what they're going to be talking about potentially on your behalf. Those kinds of things I think can be very important. And then I think also other social events, you know, if there's going to be a big sales meeting, for example, if there's going to be other big events where folks are getting all together, I do think it could be cool for you to say, hey, I'd love to pull you aside and, and talk with you for a few or, hey, we're going to be going to this big team dinner. Maybe we can sit next to each other and talk or I'd love to grab a drink with you afterwards or something like that. I, I do think those big events when people are getting together and you know you're going to be um, in front of that person or around that person or relying on that person that you, you again, are preparing for those um, big events. The last piece of advice I would give in regards to stakeholders who you're currently working with is to stay connected with those folks. So that will probably mean a LinkedIn connection. Um, and I do also think it means, you know, continue to stay in touch if and when things do change within a team. So I know tons of examples, myself included, where folks have left an organization, gone somewhere else, or they've gone into a new team, the connection um, maintained and the LinkedIn uh, connection continued. And those types of relationships really did help well into the future. So you never know who is going to help you um, you know, in the future that you are looking to achieve and vice versa, you know, they might need you as well um, in regards to their professional experience. So definitely stay connected in that more formal LinkedIn kind of a way. And then more casually too, if you do like the person and you do feel like they're a good person to have as part of your experience, maybe going beyond that LinkedIn connection can be a really good thing as well. So those are my uh, top six tips and tricks for working with, engaging with, and having fun with these important stakeholders. Um, if you have a stakeholder here who you are working with and would love some advice or tips and tricks on that particular situation, uh, let me know. I'll include my uh, contact information, of course, in the show notes. Have a good rest of the week, and we'll talk next week. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Again, if you have any issues that you are working through with a specific stakeholder, don't forget to check out my contact information in the show notes. Uh, next week and the next several weeks, we're going to be talking about a new topic, and that's all about giving ourselves a probably much needed check-in as we move throughout the month of October, as we move toward the end of the fourth quarter. I know for a lot of you tech folks, this is a really crazy time. And so for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing some check-ins. Next week is all about the what I call sanity check check-in uh, to make sure that you're doing okay mentally, uh, probably physically as well as we are now uh, look, six or seven weeks now past uh, that Labor Day end of summer holiday. I do think it's important to think about how you're doing. And so I'm going to be giving you my thoughts on how to do an effective check-in on your sanity, um, some stuff that's working for me and uh, get some 
um, additional new ideas out there uh, as well that might be able to help if you are feeling it uh, right about now, which I'm sure most of you are. So look, be for look, be on the lookout for that podcast next week. Until then, have a good rest of your week, good weekend, and we'll talk soon.